Hello all, this is Blunt Haired Girl. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing because I've got all these funny things going on in my brain. Um, so yesterday I was listening to something and I, I latched on to this part of what I was listening to. Like we have this habit of doing, you know. It's like... It's like we take a test and we miss all but one and then we're focused on the one, right? We're focused on the thing that we missed. <laughs> or that part of the conversation, you know, we have a conversation with somebody and we're just like latched onto that little, you know, that little, ugh, you know, part of the conversation. And um, well, anyway, I just got a little fixated on something and it had to do with this work. Definitely had to do with this work. I um. I. I I know that I come on here a lot, and I talk about this. Uh, it seems like I I talk about this like a disproportionate amount of time, like over and over and over again. I. I'm. Talking about this this idea that I'm a musician, um, magician, and I can't quite seem to perform magic. And, and it's just, it's just not a straight line. And, and maybe I don't talk about the, the, the times that it is working enough. Like perhaps I don't, uh, that I don't fixate more on the times that it is working. So I was telling you all about the other day that my, my daughter had gotten with me. She's trying to get into a PA school and, uh, she, called me up crying. She was really upset. And she tends to be very, I don't know, I don't, she would call herself realistic. But I would, I would call her pessimistic. <laughs> it's like, it's not a very nice thing. And I don't mean it. And I don't like tell her, why are you pessimistic? I would never say that to her. But um. She called she she really is very very much into what is actually happening. My daughter is an incredibly driven and hard worker. She she's very determined. She's had this this part of her personality her whole life where she is just she sets out a goal and she just goes toward it. And and so she she goes from one goal to the next. And what she notices is about the people around her is that they don't do that. And they seem to to get with the least amount of effort and not really caring very much. They seem the people around her seem to get things so much more easily than she does, appearance-wise. 
And I think that I actually think she's correct. I mean, I'm seeing the same thing, you know, that she's seeing. You know, well, she didn't really care. Now she, like, landed this really great job. And, you know, I mean, a lot of her friends. Um, and so, and so, you know, if, if this law had to do with effort, if it was the law of efforting, the way that society tries to say it is, society tries to say, tell us from a very, very young age, that you put a large amount of effort towards something and then you get a large amount of re- reward for it. Okay, so if you just work hard, work hard and you will you will get a large return for it, which is not true. It's not a true concept and you know, and when I try to explain this, it 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 doesn't make sense, does it? It just doesn't make sense. And so, because it seems true. It seems true. The law of efforting. <laughs> but then I started to notice that, that okay, so... And the effort could be in other things, you know, like how many years of college did I put the effort and the money and the time in to go to college? And then I go and I get this a job and and then this other person goes and buys a business and they put in hours, I put in hours, and they are making mm, probably eight times more money than I am. You know, and then some people want to say, oh, well, you know, you just didn't make very good choices. You didn't choose the right profession. Okay. I didn't. I didn't. Um, you know, and it's like, and you would think that even from a spiritual level, somebody that, that like me, who has put in years, uh, most of the years have been with babies, children zero to three with disabilities. <laughs> I guess I wasn't in it for the money, right? I'm still not really in it for the money. I'm still not. There's a, there's like a, a a bigger purpose for me. But I started to notice that that the, these 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 things just didn't add up. It it just didn't add up, but my my daughter is young and she she is still really, really in this, this law of effort. And so, and so, um, but this is the irony of it all. So we, we have this, this whole conversation and I'm, when I'm, when I'm having this conversation with her, I, I'm very, very much relating to what she has to say. I'm also knowing that the reason why these other people appear to be receiving more than she is receiving is because they don't care as much. It's sort of like, honestly, like if you care a lot, if you just put it on and say, you know, you get this idea in your head and you just sort of put it on a shelf. And I don't even know if it's like a spiritual thing or if they're even purposefully doing it. I'm guessing they're not. They just, they don't, 
they're just sort of going through their life haphazardly. My daughter has goals, but like a lot of her friends, you know, they're young. They don't really, I don't really care. Okay, well, I'll just apply for this and see how it goes. And in applying for this and seeing how it goes and being light about it, not really caring one way or another, they're hitting bullseyes. But um, the other day, she did get, she got very positive news. So it was really strange. I was, I was out and, um, and I had decided to stop by Kohl's on my way home. I was, um, I was working and somebody had said that Kohl's was still there. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go pop over to Kohl's. And I went in, I was shopping. I look over and I see this friend of mine. And she's a physical therapist. So we get to talking. We used to work together with babies. And we get to talking and she says, and I was asking her, like, how does my daughter, you know, how, tell tell me, how how did you get into PT school, you know, we're, we're like just discussing things and our children and this and that. And then as I'm asking her this question, um, I looked down and I got this text from my daughter that she did indeed get an interview with a school that she would really have wanted to go to. Like, and I was just, I was just elated. I'm like, oh my God. I was so happy. And then even still, my daughter, <laughs> you know, goes to, oh, well, you know, how am I going to, you know, basically, how, you know, how am I going to stand out in the interview? How will they like me? You know, and I just, <laughs> and I don't even know what to say about that. Because I had, I had like eight interviews where I, where I was, I was in the zone, my friends, and I didn't get a single one of the jobs. So even being in the zone, being in the receiver mode, being in what Abraham Hicks would call the vortex. And because I was in the vortex and I didn't get the job, I knew there's something going on here. I don't know what it is. I don't know, but it's all right. It's all right. So, <clears throat> so it's sort of like there is something, there is a skill, there is something in it all that, that, so I, I'm getting back to, to my friend that, that passed away and I'm, I'm, my mom, you know, I've had several huge losses in my life recently. And my mom, my mom was not young. And, and I miss her very much. And my mom wasn't young. And, um, but she also, I mean, she was kind of a weird age. I don't know. She was 86. And so she, but she wasn't a young woman. And so I'm psyched. Um, but my other friend was younger. And what were the ingredients? What what were the ingredients that she, you know? And I've I've been 
you know, conversing with her and, and, you know, and, and trying to figure this out, like, because it seems like people are just, are trying to say, like, I'm going to use Abraham Hicks as an example. They're, Abraham Hicks tries to say A and B and C. Two plus two equals four. That this is a formula and it works every single time. You can be, do, or have whatever it is that you want. Okay? Like they say it, like this is a formula. This is like foolproof. This is, you know, and then, and then if, if, if it is not coming into your physicality is because you are blocking it. So it's not even a assumption that I'm making that they would say that if it's not coming into your physicality, you're not doing it right. You're not. Or it would be in your physicality because they're saying it's a law. This is a law of the universe. Albert Einstein was supposedly said it was a law of physics. It, when you match the vibration of that thing, it's the law. It has to come into your physicality because of the laws of physics. I'm like, <laughs> I'm laughing because I was, I was in a store the other day. And there was a quote it said, the best way to predict your future is to create it. And, and it said, Abraham Lincoln. And I'm, you know, I was asking the lady, it's like, you know, I've heard this quote, but like, do you think Abraham re Lincoln really said this? And then we got into this like, like conversation about it. I mean, it's a wonderful quote, but I don't know that he actually said it. I mean, perhaps he did, but I don't know. But anyway, um, and so <laughs> Albert Einstein is said to have said this other quote, and I'm quoting, supposedly quoting um, Albert Einstein, but like, like, actually, I don't know if he actually said that. I don't know about these quotes anymore, my friends, is what I'm trying to say. <clears throat> but anyway, the 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 point is, is that theorists say that two plus two equals four. That you ask, you, you ask, it is given, and you believe, and so it is. And so maybe one plus one plus one equals three. I'm sorry, I don't know. I'm making up as I go, as always. <laughs> <clears throat> And, and, and another thing that I had heard during this, this, um, this thing that I was listening to yesterday, actually, um, had to do, and it's something that's in my book. Um, I wrote a book, The Four Steps to Your Ideal Life. And, and I, you know, one of the, because I hear this all the time. I mean, like I'm, I'm, well, I'm a counselor by trade, but I don't, I'm not like one of these counselors that talks about the past all the time. Like I'm not a psychotherapist. I'm more like a cognitive behavior therapist. 
And so, which is about a theory that I could actually get behind. I don't believe in psychoanalyzing people, um, reading their dreams. <laughs> there was somebody on TikTok recently that's <laughs> laughing because she was, she was like saying that if you, um, just saying something about if you have dreams about this, and I just started laughing. It was actually about your teeth. It says something about your teeth falling out. And I I have had dreams like that. Um, and I know why I'm having dreams like that is because I was very, very worried about my teeth. And that's a whole other story. But it made me laugh when she was trying to give like a certain meaning to the fact that about dreams with your teeth falling out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to say it. <clears throat> But um, anyway, <laughs> why was I bringing that up? Oh, because this is the kind of therapist that I am. So, um, so I have people like I'm. I'm dealing with their 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 challenges in their life, and I have people like say this to me all the time. You know, well, I oh, I tried that and it just didn't work. You know, it's like, you know, you try it one time, two times, three times. You know what I mean? Like they just, you know, oh, it just didn't work. You know, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, it's not that I've tried a few times. Some of the things that I have been, I've been, I've had pots, you know, I've had pots boiling on my stove for years. Let's say, say like one thing, three and a half years. It's been even longer than that. But three and a half years ago was when I discovered that I had any like real, real, I guess the word control. I, I don't know if that's a good word, but I had any like true, mm, like ability to, to have this experience. And so it's not like I've, you know, I've tried one or two times and it's like failed, you know, but, and I've had really weird things happen. I've had like the most bizarre things happen. Like I, I put out this, um, this podcast about it and then I pulled it, which is something that I do sometimes where I, so I get signs. I get signs quite often. And and honestly, it's very challenging for me to know what the meaning of them is. Because I still get signs for some things that I and and I what I understand about it is that it is the meaning that I give it. I mean, I'm sort of getting these signs all the time. These very, very relevant um, imagery, numbers, names, like it, it's, um, some of them are a little bit more generic, like just seeing a bluebird, uh, but then other ones are, are toward a, sing, a certain person, let's just say. And so, um, and so one day I had this, I just was like, I just, I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely 
I have to stop. I have to stop this. I, and, I, and I have like s- such an incredible amount of sadness about giving up on this one goal in my life. I'm, I'm, and I, you know, I just have a whole lot of like, and I don't know how to say this because like, like, because there is something in giving it up and then just letting it go and just see what happens. Like, I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but it's like, it's sort of like, like, you, you see, it's like for me, like I'll put out, okay, you know, I'd really like to maybe go out and see a band play. And if I go any further with it, I, I, I push it away. But if I just kind of leave it there, somebody will call me and say, oh, you want to go out and see the band? Or, you know, you want to go out and have a drink or whatever. And say, why, yes, I would. But if I, if I, if I go down and I'm, okay, so when is somebody going to call? Then they don't, nine times out of ten, or most of the time, they are not going to call. So, so, so it's, it's a very, very, very strange thing, this life. And and this life of learning how to create a day or, you know, like deliberately. I'm in, I'm in like this, this is my life. And so, and so one day I, I'm going to get back to this. I was actually at the dentist's office and something came across my, my, into my awareness or, and it really discouraged me. And I left the dentist's office. I get in my car and I'm like, I, I have got to forget about this person. I just have to, I have to forget about this person. And then I'm driving and I'm making a left at like a four-way stop and there's a front, a front, um, license plate that says with God, all things are possible. And I start to cry. Okay. So I'm already like moved. I'm like, well, wow, that was weird. And then as I'm driving, I'm I'm like approaching and and there's this bus and there's all these stopped cars behind this bus and then I let this guy in. And this was so weird my friends because if I had not let him in I would not have seen this. But because I was considerate and I let this guy in front of me these consecutive there were three fives in this license plate and I don't know why well I kind of know why but his number for me like whenever I see fives his number is five and so and then I'm like well that's freaking crazy and so sometimes I feel like I feel like the universe is toying with me. Just sort of having a laugh. 
and toying with me. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's just crazy. It's just nuts. So it's like, I just don't even know, you know, what, what direction to go in. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I guess, I guess I sort of feel like, like, what else would I talk about? I mean, I, I do talk about other stuff sometimes. But this is the practice of my life. And I have these things like happen, like, like often where I see things and I, I am just astounded. Like these, these weird manifestations of these, these, like I call them my love notes and I get them quite often which is why it's so confusing to me when things do not actually come into my physical reality. And so I'm back to I'm back to trying to clarify what exactly it is that I want. Because I'm I'm sort of in this really weird situation in the sense that I I have choices and I don't, it's like, I kind of like, I don't want to waste another minute of my life. I just don't. And, and so whatever it is in my life, if it's not bringing me a certain amount of joy, I don't really want to do it anymore. But yesterday I had, this super interesting thing happened where I, because I've been so on the fence about my job. And it's it's the weirdest thing because there's so much about it that I love. That I just, I absolutely love this job. It, it Like I have a company car. I love the families I work with. I really do love my team. I love the people I work with. Uh... I love a lot of what I'm doing. And then there are some aspects to it that I just, like, I hate. I, I know that's a strong word, but, and I'm, I'm doing my damnedest to learn how to reconceptualize it so that I don't hate it. Um, to do it in different ways, to go to my favorite place and have my corn chowder while I'm doing <laughs> Um, all my little strategies for doing things that I don't enjoy doing, but it's, it's a constant every single week. I have to have these things done. Like I don't have a choice. I cannot fall behind. I can't. And so sometimes I'm working on these things late at night or what appears to be late to me not as late as I'm doing my podcasting, but, but, um, and so, oh, but what, what happened was yesterday I went to the mailbox and I, I got this card and I'm like, well, what the heck? And it had, it had my name on it and it was clearly handwritten. 
and from this person and I was just like hmm, what is this and I open it up and it's an anniversary card from the agency I work for like wish thanking me and she said thank you for working with our vulnerable families and then I got to thinking about You know, as I'm as I'm going going further and further and further into this, I'm making some connections. I don't connect with every single person that I work with. Like for some one reason or another, like they don't connect to me or like for there's there's like something, you know, which is totally fine. But a number of them their life has changed. Because they've actually followed through with the things I've asked them to try. And their life has gotten better. They're feeling better. They're more optimistic. They're, um, I even have had this one woman who started to cry when we weren't coming back. So I'm really going to miss you guys. And so, and I was thinking about how that really hasn't been my focus. It hasn't, my, my families have been my focus, but has not been my focus enough for the positive reason why I do what I do. It really hasn't been. I've been more focused on, on just trying to keep up. You know, it's like we have meetings <laughs> along with the paperwork. We have these meetings that I have to attend every week. And, you know, a lot of times I'm the person who I guess I don't care. I really don't care. I don't care. So, so judge me. I don't care. But I'm the one who's willing to say, you know, I, I'm just trying to get by right now. Because they're, they're like talking about quality the quality of the notes because the state act expect, expects these notes to be a certain quality or maybe it's not even the state but it's the people who have sold the state the this program and so those people are actually reading these notes and are doing this quality assurance and so they sent out this this example of what they're looking for and I make jokes I'm like they want a novel every single week and I'm I'm always 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 exaggerating just because I think it's funny but and and I said to my group I was like I'm just trying to get by just trying to get the note done I'm not I'm, I'm so not into you know making sure it's just so at this point because I just feel like I'm constantly you know and it's like do I want to do this and then the idea came again yesterday there there's been this idea that's been in my mind actually it's been in my mind for years so I got my I got my master's degree in 2002 and then like in 2000 nine 2000 between 2009 and 2010 
I got, I, I, I attended college in one more year to become a licensed professional counselor, but, and then life hit me again. And then, um, but I've wanted to get my PhD. And, and so it's like, it's coming up again. I'm like, you know, and I had actually applied to this one school and I had written my, I had gotten my, um, my teacher had written, you know, a note for me, um, And I had, I had done all the requirements except for one. And, and I, I'm really aware that I'm going to have to do this one and I may just do it. But I had gotten with the school recently that if I get a job there, would I have reduced tuition? And they said, yes. So it would require me to move to where the school is. Um, to get a job to, um, and, and I would, I would be required to take this course in transcendental meditation. And when I try to talk to people about this, they don't understand. They don't understand my point of view whatsoever. They're just like, you know, you're applying to go to school. They, they also, I'm being required to do another master's degree because I have to study Sanskrit, uh, which I'm not, I, I mean, it's fine, um, but I'm not really sure how many years this is going to take me. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, back when, and I had everything done, my friends, to to go to school, but I just didn't want to do this one step. Taking this course in transcendental meditation. Because it feels, you know, and I guess that I have to do the what's required, which is a quote by I think Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Sometimes we must do what's required. It could be wrong, whether it's Benjamin Franklin, but my friend used to always say this to me, a friend of mine. Um, anyway, it's always rang in my head. Sometimes you have to do what is required. So it's required of me to take a course in transcendental meditation. So I would have to do that. But I'm considering maybe starting in the fall, the spring on my Ph.D., another master's and then my PhD. <clears throat> I'm not sure. I, I'm a little bit in a holding pattern. We're going to see. Um, but by November, I, I, I will know one way or the other, and I'm just going to go in that direction. And there's a, there's this, the quote by me that I'm always thinking, going in the direction of my dreams. And sometimes I don't know what my dreams are. You know, because in this work and in what I've been doing and the podcasting and my books and my and my YouTubes and everything, it's like I I'm not really sure what it's all about, except that I just love ideas. 
but but this would just be a personal goal and I'm not really sure what the outcome would be. I don't know. Maybe I would teach, which would be a very, very exciting career for me to teach, you know, at a university students about this material. I think that that would be really, really fantastic. Um, and it may be something that would be much more suited to me than than what um I'm not a competitive person i'm not um I'm never gonna um <laughs> I'm not gonna be one of these people that's just gonna solicit followers is gonna solicit i'm not a proselytizer i'm not <laughs> Um, I do this material because I enjoy doing it because I love ideas. And I actually kind of enjoy sharing with you all my, my challenges. I, I do. I think that it's like meaningful. Like, you know, like, it's sort of like me. I'm always saying I, I'm willing to put my, my neck on the chopping block, you know, where I, I'm always the one that that my team at my work can depend on for me to like say the truth. That I'm struggling, that I feel behind, that I never feel caught up, that I, you know, and it's not that I'm, and I am maybe complaining. But there's another aspect to me as well, and that is that I am ever in it. I'm ever an integral part of the team. That I'm there. I'm doing the work. I'm I'm meeting with my clients. I am prepared for my visits. I am, I'm in the game. I am listening to them. I am attempting to elicit change in them. And and most of the time, I'm there with a great big smile on my face, with a good sense of humor. With with a whole lot of strangely enough, with a whole lot of positivity. No, it doesn't sound like I'm positive because I'm, you know, but I'm real. What's coming to mind for me right now at the time this time is, you know, I'm thinking about the people that I had met at the event that I had gone to recently and and the people that I met were super and I'm and I'm in touch I'm still in touch with them and and I um and I haven't really known exactly how to to have our groups because we do these zooms we do these zooms on Sundays and then the rest of the week we get together and we do um meditations at the same time um and um and I just haven't really known where to be with them because I've got a whole lot going on as far as like my, my mother passing um and I'm and I'm not always like and I'm having just sort of being in this weird place of grief, but this isn't a grief group. This isn't a therapy group. This is a 
the work group. And so I don't know whether to share my challenges with them. But God, there was something that I was wanting to um to share about that and I can't remember specifically to this. Um I can't I can't remember. It's gone. Um but <clears throat> so <laughs> um so <laughs> yeah, sometimes it is kind of a challenge for me personally in the sense that like sometimes I feel like I can come off as like braggy because I have so many of these these synchronicities and so like I have a whole lot of wonderful things going on in my life and I do have I do have options I have um I have I I have the ability to make some choices and so that's extremely exciting for me but the topic of this is is that I I I had heard a couple of things in something that I was listening to yesterday that I that I had I kind of taken to heart and wanted to to explore because you know like Abraham Hicks would say to never talk about what is undesired ever and I want to I want to just go down that road for one little bit here and 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 I heard her say this quite a bit when I had insomnia I had insomnia for a while years ago and and I'm talking like not like I'm waking up and then doing a podcast and falling back to sleep no this was I could not sleep or I would sleep for three hours or I would sleep for five hours but some nights I didn't sleep at all and what ended up happening was I ended up um I ended up um being obsessed all day long about sleep. Like I I would be with clients because at the time I was coaching and I I would be with a client and I wouldn't even be listening to them. I would be, "Oh my god, I'm not going to sleep tonight." Like my self-talk was so awful. And so I did like all these different approaches to bring sleep back into my life but Abraham Hicks was like don't ever talk about anything unwanted and what ended up happening was I just could not even say it I could not tell anyone well I have insomnia I have insomnia I'm not insomnia but I had a case of insomnia that was really bad and and it went on for a while and then i started to get better um through processes that i don't really want to get into right at the moment but the reason why i'm saying this is because what i found was that sometimes that thing that you that you shove down that you try to like pretend pretend like this thing isn't happening 
or to pretend or to like just this thing is so shameful and so awful. And it and it becomes this like great big hairy deal. And then there were times in the process of me getting over it that I would be yelling in my car, insomnia. I would just yell it. I was just like, insomnia, insomnia. I would just yell it. Because I wanted to give myself, there's this term in psychology called, um, now it's going to, now I'm not going to be able to remember it. Um, exposure therapy. It's not like you throw a, somebody into the deep end, but like people with OCD, you expose them in these small like microdoses to the thing that is feared. You expose them to like germs or you expose them to things in the hope that through this exposure, they will get better. And, and so I was exposing myself to this term insomnia. And I did get better. And so I'm not entirely sure that it's always wise to do what Abraham Hicks is suggesting and to never, 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 ever, 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 ever talk about that thing. And I'm not saying like, but maybe I do spend too much time on it. Maybe I do spend too much time on my, on my challenges. Maybe I do. But I do share with y'all and it's like, and and I and I I and I'm realizing I'm coming full circle to this other thing that I had mentioned like a half an hour ago about you know meditating a few times and then expecting a change. Like you had like I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about years into something. Years into it. Some things come really easy to me and then other things just don't appear to come easier to me, easily to me. And I, I don't know. I don't know. Recently, I've changed my approach and I've been feeling better and better and better and better and better. You know, I in just in just feeling good, just feeling good just feeling good. And yesterday in my meditation, it was just like, I, I just had this overwhelming feeling. It's like, of just loving myself. Just loving myself. Just loving myself. Like my, just me. I just had this overwhelming, like to the point of like tears. I just, love myself just these little parts of me my quirks my nerdiness my most of the time I'm really sweet I really am a very sweet person most of the time sometimes I'm I'm not so sweet but I really just like myself floibles and all cellulite, stretch marks, <laughs> wrinkles on my face. I love myself. My gray hair that I'm always trying to cover up with my <laughs> with my secrets. 
I love myself. But it's taken me years. It's taken me years to get to this place. But just sort of sitting in that, because it's kind of a nice place to be. We'll see what comes out of it. <laughs> we'll see what comes out of it. But anyway, I just wanted to share that. I thought that was the craziest thing yesterday from or Friday for my daughter to like get with me and tell me that she did indeed get an interview. So I'll, I will surely be letting you know how that goes. I'm very incredibly proud of my children. I have amazing children. She's and my daughter is no exception. She's just an amazing young person. I love my children very much. Very blessed. Anyway, I'm going to end this podcast and go back to bed. I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.